0: Hey friend, this is Shelby, host of the Resilient Podcast. I believe that every woman should have what she needs to feel confident. Each experience looks different, but that doesn't mean we have to be alone. What if as women, we came together and had real conversations that strengthened each other to go deeper with God and go further in life? I don't know about you, but that's what I'm here for. Let's do this together. Hello, and welcome back to the Resilient Podcast. This is Shelby Mossman, and I am here today um, to share with you guys a little bit about prayer. So I recorded this episode and um, another episode a couple weeks ago, and uh, there were some technical difficulties. For some reason, it like hardcore glitched, and there was weird sounds happening all over in the background, like very electronic and odd. So we're going to try this again today. Um, But we're going to be speaking into the topic of prayer. And for me personally, um, this is a really important topic. And like, as some of you might know, my husband and I, we run a ministry, um, a YWAM base here in Medicine Hat, Alberta. It's called the Global Prayer House. And it is a prayer house missions base. And so prayer is something that obviously we have a passion for. And um, throughout my life, God has awakened it to me. And, um, even right now, God is reawakening this, this longing for prayer and desire for prayer in my own life and the importance of it in our walks with him. And, uh, yeah, it's just been something that's been super powerful for me. And I feel like, like even right now, God is awakening us and our staff to believe that prayer really works, that it actually works, that it actually impacts our lives, and that it changes things and um, that we have to have faith to believe that or else why do we pray (laughs) and why do we walk out our Christian faith if we don't actually believe what we say we do and so if we're on staff at a prayer house we better believe that prayer actually works and if we believe prayer works then we should be praying right and so I feel to impart this um, as, as this has been like awakened in my heart once again and the importance of it for me. I feel to impart this as well on this episode or this, I'm going to do a two-part series here. Um, This episode, I'm going to talk a little bit about the heart behind prayer, but then I'm also going to move into um, practical, like how you can strengthen your prayer life. Um, And it's so, so important and just crucial. And so I feel to invite you guys into that and invite you into a life of prayer. Um, But for me, I always felt a drawing to a life of prayer, even when I was young, even when I yeah, was growing up. I don't know what it was, but for me, like I, I grew up in a Christian home and I was always taught that I should pray and that it was important. I was even, I even was able to see that modeled in my parents. I saw them pray. I saw them um, do like times with the Lord on a consistent basis. Even now, like my dad prays powerfully and, and my mom the same. And so it's been something that like my family has always uh, Uh, taught. But then for me, when it became awakened for myself was when I went to a youth conference. I think I was in 12th grade. So it was right before going to college. But we went to a youth conference and we had times of prayer and powerful moments that I experienced God moving through prayer in a real way. And it was like, oh no, prayer really changes things. And it touched my heart to go like, no, God's God is on this, like this is real. This is not just like something I've been taught I should do, but this is real and God is inviting me into this life of prayer. Um, but even though I was awakened to it, I often struggled to do it. And you might be feeling the same. I feel like most women at some point or another feel like they're not praying enough. And I think that's honestly a tactic of the enemy to create shame in our lives and to uh, keep us from praying. Because if we feel guilt and shame over something, it doesn't draw us toward it. Honestly, it pushes us away from that thing. And and so for me, if you're anything like me, like maybe you struggle with consistently praying. And so I did like, and when I would pray, I would sit down in like five minutes and I'd be bored and I'd be like, oh, I don't know how to do this. And, um, it actually took me getting some teaching on how to pray as well as like the heart behind prayer more than just, Hey, you should do it. But what is God's heart for prayer? Um, but then also the practical and that was what brought me breakthrough in my own walk with God in, in prayer specifically. And so I am excited to share this two-part series with you. Hopefully that you can catch the heart for prayer, but then also that you can um, get some practical tools to help you uh, if you are wanting to lengthen your times of prayer, go deeper with God in those times. But I want to start with two questions. Um, One, the first question being, what is prayer? So I'm going to give you a moment to think about that before I just trudge along and tell you what I think is the right answer. I want you to think about that for a moment because, um, yeah, I want you to come up with your own answer. What is prayer? So I would say that prayer in its most basic form is talking to God. There are so many different ways to pray and types of prayer and uh, things that you can do in your times of prayer, but I would say in its most simple form, prayer is just talking to God and so it builds relationship it does so many powerful things because it like it moves things in our world but it also develops relationship and so there's a beautiful link between those two things that I want to kind of dive into today but I want to ask a second question first and that would be the question of why prayer if God can do anything then why does he want us to pray if he if he can do anything he doesn't need our help to do it he doesn't need us to ask in order to do something it's like i don't my daughter doesn't need to ask me for food in order for me to feed her right but god he wants us to pray he commands us to pray he shows us how to pray he talks about it all throughout his word and so why does he want us to do that if he can do anything then why does god want us to pray I believe that God does this because he chooses to partner with us. He doesn't need us. He doesn't need our help, but he wants partnership or relationship, like relationship coming out of our prayer. He wants closeness. He wants to include us. He doesn't want to just go ahead and do things on his own. He can do that, but he wants us to pray and ask so that we can see how he responds to our voice when we speak to him, how he responds and meets our need when we ask for something. God could go ahead and do those things all without our help, all without our asking, but then we wouldn't get the opportunity to see how he hears us, how he decides to move on our behalf, how he provides for us, protects us, how he answers our prayers. And so really prayer breeds relationship with God. It, it allows us to draw near to him, and when he does things, he includes us as part of that to show us that he cares about us, that he wants us near to him. And so, yeah, we don't need to pray in order for God to move, but he longs for us to pray because he, want, he wants to be near to you and I. I actually believe that God is looking for a generation of people, for individuals who Who are desperate to be part of his plans. That want so badly to be a part of what he is doing. That they press in in prayer. He is looking for those who are not just satisfied in letting things happen. But are desperate to be a part of his plans. His purposes on the earth. He's looking for people who are willing to lay things down. In order to get to him. And be with him in that place of prayer and start to understand how he thinks, and what he wants to do, and to be a part of it with him. I experienced this in my own life, actually. I remember uh, in college, we used to go to something, I went to a Christian university, and we used to go to something called praise gathering. It was every Wednesday night from like 10 to midnight, and it was a powerful time where I encountered God, and I believe that is actually where my relationship with the Lord was deepened and really shaped into my own personal relationship with God, um, in a real powerful way, uh, through my college years. But it was actually early on when I was just a freshman in college and it was in a time of, uh, worship and I felt like God spoke to me and, and asked me to go share something that he laid on my heart for this other person that was just down the row from me. And I felt like he was inviting me, um, to give them a word, to share what he had pressed on my heart for them. But I was like very new to anything that had to do with like prophetic or sharing um, my faith or even sharing like a word for someone. I had never experienced that and I had never stepped out in that. And so it was something so new to me. And I remember being really resistant to do it and I was like so scared and I just sat there in my row and like time went on and God kept nudging me and I kept avoiding it or going like well I don't know is that really my voice and not God's voice did he really say that like should I really I don't know what's going on what will that person think of me What, like what's going on for them you know all these fears and thoughts kept rising up in me and it was nearing the end of the the two-hour set and I felt like God spoke to me not in a condemning way but in a just honest way I felt like he said like okay I'm just going to use someone else. And it hit me because I realized in that moment, God didn't need to use me in order to be able to speak to that person. He didn't need me to deliver the word in order for that word to be delivered. (laughs) But he was inviting me to be a part of that process. He was inviting me to step out and my faith to be increased. For me to have boldness. For me to have experience of walking in relationship with God and what that looks like. And how I can minister to others through that. He was inviting me to take part in what he was doing. He didn't require it of me. And he didn't need me in order to complete that. It was an invitation. But he cared so much about that other person that he was not going to let me get in the way of that word being delivered. And so he was going to use someone else. And I just share this story because it was such an eye-opening moment for me of understanding how God speaks and he invites us into the place of prayer to understand what he's trying to do, what he's saying, how he's moving. And he is inviting us to be a part of that, but he also can use someone else so if we are unwilling to be obedient if we're not willing to tune into what he's saying and follow through on what he's asking then he will use other people and so prayer is an invitation for us to be in partnership and relationship with God in a way that we get to be a part of what he's doing we get to understand his heart better we get to have deeper relationship with him and a huge piece of prayer um that actually is so powerful is that relationship piece. So it's not just the partnership. That is a powerful, powerful piece. He gets to invite us to move with him. You know, like how cool is that? We get to do things with God. But he also invites us into a, a type of prayer where it's just fueling relationship with him. That's a, a huge piece uh, of the purpose of prayer. And I remember r- reading Exodus thirty three eleven. It says when Moses, it, it talks about when Moses would go into the tent of meeting And it says, the Lord would speak to Moses face to face as one speaks to a friend. And I remember thinking, wow, how crazy is that? Moses got this deep relationship with God where he got to press in and God would speak to him face to face as if he was his friend. Like, whoa, that's so crazy powerful. And I always thought I would love to have that. That would be so cool to have that kind of relationship with God. And then I realized that I do have that opportunity. You also have that opportunity to have that type of relationship with God, where you're speaking to him personally as if you're speaking to a friend. It's not just available to those who used to to live and walk with God. It's not just available to our forefathers in the faith. It's available to you and I. And... What's even more powerful is realizing that we have the Holy Spirit. Like, if you look at the forefathers or the heroes of our faith, who the Bible talks about, the ones in the Old Testament that had real visitations from angels or from God or from different opportunities like that, they didn't actually get the access that we have to the Holy Spirit. It wasn't until Jesus left the earth and he, when he, he died and rose from the dead, defeating death. And then he went to sit at the right hand of the Father. And before he left us, he said, you know, it's better that I go away. Because if I go away, I'm leaving you with the Holy Spirit who can actually dwell within you. When Jesus was here, he was confined to being fully man. He was fully God and fully man. And so while it would have been so incredible to walk alongside of Jesus in the tangible with him as a tangible being, if you think about it, he he even told us, it's better that I leave here because then you can have the Holy Spirit who can reside within each one of you. So that it doesn't, it's not restricted to just who can be in Jesus's presence. No, that we can be in God's presence through the Holy Spirit at all times. So I don't have to just hope for a word from the Lord or go through a prophet or through, um, someone else in order to hear from god or to experience him or to have fellowship with him to pray no i get the holy spirit dwelling within me which allows me to have this deep intimate friendship and relationship with god just like moses had where i can speak to him as if i'm speaking to my friend and when you step into that revelation of how intimate and close god can be with you and how he longs to be with you it's such an awakening For a heart of prayer. For a longing to be in the place of prayer. To spend time with him. Because as you begin to understand that he wants that relationship with you. Not out of duty or like I command you to do this. Like oh you have to pray. But because he longs for a relationship with you. He longs to be a part of your day in and day out decisions. He longs to hear your worries and your cares. He longs to hear what you're most excited about. Like I remember when I realized I was falling in love with my husband Clark It was because I realized like whenever something exciting happened in my life, I wanted to tell him about it. Whenever something frustrating happened, I wanted to talk to him about it. Whenever something disappointing took place, I wanted him to be there for me. I realized I was falling in love with him because whenever anything happened in my life, he was the first thought of who I wanted to go to. And it can be the same for us with God. He wants to be that first thought. Of You know, if something exciting happened, I want to talk with God about it. I want to thank him for it. I want to be with him in the joy and excitement. If something difficult is happening, I want to go to him for support, for understanding, for help. I want to go to Jesus because I know that he is the one who's going to take care of my every need. That's when you know you're falling in love with Jesus. When you can have anything happen in life and you want to be with him in the midst of that. And prayer, I believe, is a core piece of what facilitates that relationship, but then also the partnership of doing life in God, in walking out what he asks of you. How can you do what he asks of you if you never go to him in prayer and find out what he's asking? Right? All right, so we're going to wrap up this episode here. Um but just to boil it down, Prayer is simply talking to God. There are so many different ways to pray. There's so many different types of prayer. And again, we will go into that next week. So tune in next week for talking about the four types of prayer as well as some tools. I'm going to give you some tools to uh, implement prayer in your life in a more sustainable way and help you grow your prayer life so we will dig into that next week but really my heart with this episode was to inspire you to to desire a life of prayer and to long for that and to uh, know the purpose behind it and why God calls us to prayer what it's for and and just creating that place of relationship and so I hope that this uh, was encouraging to you in some way and next week we're going to be diving into that so tune in next week and we will jump back into the topic of prayer in a very practical way thanks for hanging out today if you enjoyed this podcast make sure to subscribe and leave a review I also want to let you know that I've written an ebook called refreshing your prayer life this is a tool that I'd love for you to have access to. You can download this free ebook by following the link in the episode notes below. Let's chat again soon.